The job numbers are in, and they ain't great. Fauci is in some trouble, and AOC is still an idiot. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Uh, had a great day yesterday on my day off, and let's get to it. Um, the job reports is in for May. Now, they're not completely in. I haven't read all of the report, but it's still rather disappointing. It is not much better than it was in April, a ton better than it was in April, but not great. So employers added 559,000 jobs in May. That's pretty good. But the target was 650,000 jobs. Okay. Now that is down uh, still 20%. I mean, it's, it's just not a great number. And you remember, they adjusted that target from 978,000 expected jobs in April. So even though they adjusted from April to May, it still was short. The unemployment rate did decline 0.3%. So now it's down to 5.8%. That's good. Uh, It does bring the, that is actually the lowest it's been since the pandemic started. Most of the jobs gains were in the entertainment and hospitality industries, hotels, airlines, casinos, restaurants, movie industry. Those have actually done very well, but 20,000 jobs were lost in May in the construction field. Guess what that means? Housing is going to go up. So good and bad here. U.S. companies are really having a hard time getting anybody in because of this extra $300 a week to stay at home, the unemployment insurance. This has got to go away. Economists are saying that this market recovery is not going to happen with these benefits still remaining. People are not going to go back to work if they're making more staying at home. And that's exactly what is happening. 25 states so far have basically said, okay, um, we're going to end these benefits, including California. California is talking about ending these benefits a few months early in summer. So even California is beginning to see that these benefits are are not a good thing. Um, So the other problem with this report is the labor force participation rate basically went down a little bit. That's bad. It means there are more jobs, but people aren't jumping in as the jobs are being created. Now, they expected this to go up back in February, and it actually went down 1.7%. So this is not good news for the Biden administration. Yes, it, it's things are looking a little bit better, and it looks like we could get a heated, uh, superheated economy. But with the fact that people have a ton of money right now and services and production and supply lines all are in the tank right now. So everything from lumber, gasoline, cars, steel, everything is going up. This is inflation because there is actually more demand than there is for uh, than there is product. 
and a lot of people are not using credit anymore to buy things. So they're getting their money and they're just holding it and they're only using it for what they need. So prices are going up, inflation is happening, and what this job report basically tells you is the economy is stagnant. The economy is, is dead stagnant. They are looking at a 2% GDP raise in the next several months, which is extremely low. The GDP for this year should be, or the next quarter should be like 6% because we had a recession, depression and recession last year, artificially created. It wasn't actually something that was going to stay for any amount of time. But we should, by opening up, we should, everybody should be going out and working. But because the government keeps giving money away and businesses can't get enough people hired, they can't produce their goods or services, prices go up because people still want the goods and services, and we have inflation. So not a great, not a great jobs plan i'm sure jobs report i am absolutely sure that the biden administration is going to say yes we put in 560,000 jobs that last well yeah but you were expected to put in probably 650 and honestly if april had gone the way april should have probably closer to a million should have been hired so we're in a stagnant economy things are not going well and i it doesn't until these states decide to stop paying people for doing nothing. They expect to see this through the summer. Well, it looks like the BS is done with Tony Fauci, and he might be in some trouble. Thanks to a Freedom of Information Act request from BuzzFeed, thousands of his emails were released to the public. And a lot of those emails include correspondence with doctors and scientists from China. Oops. It gets worse. There are a lot of emails that actually warned Fauci about the uh, coronavirus actually coming from a Chinese lab. Now, this is going to be a this is a big deal because Fauci had kept saying, no, that didn't happen. Rand Paul, who's a doctor, a medical doctor, and Fauci's main competitor, basically said when he was asked about this, about this lab leak theory now becoming a reality, he said, I told you so. So I'm not, let's, let's go through it. I haven't read all of the, I haven't read all of the emails because they're actually really long, but here's the scoop. Fauci was told that uh, this virus was discovered as early as September of 2019. Now that is something, that means China sat on this virus till about November and people were already being infected and actually dying. Fauci knew that China was lying about the infection and the death rate numbers in China in January 2020. I, I, I can't remember what I actually read, but I believe in November there were 35,000 dead. Now, China has said that there have been only 5,000 deaths to this day, between 5,000 and 8,000 deaths in China due to COVID. And it's basically being disguised as uh, this is because China did such a great job. Well, no, they, they didn't do such a great job. And we actually already knew about that because pictures were coming out of China showing all of the 
uh, uh, people who were cremated, the urns of the people that were cre cremated. And several doctors who disappeared, scientists who disappeared, said, uh, no, lots of people are dying. So, yeah, of course, a lot of those guys, if they didn't defect, they actually were disappeared. Okay, so, you know... Um, Fauci knew that the WHO might be wrong about how the virus was transmitted. The WHO actually wasn't sure how the virus was transmitted, but they said it couldn't be transmitted person to person. That turned out probably to be a lie. But there were a lot of information about the virus that was ignored. For example, masks weren't... Fauci said several times, and he did say this later in 2020, but masks didn't seem to be doing too much that the virus once you caught covid it still appeared that covid was going to it was going to make you immune probably for life an email from march 2020 said that the virus was created in a chinese lab probably the wuhan lab a uh, virology lab and there was even a discussion on how it came to be in that lab that there were scientists that are actually looking for bats that created this virus in a cave well north of the virology lab. He knew there was gain-of-function research in a Wuhan lab, and he had actually had a meeting with the a secret conference call with the peop with certain scientists to discuss the situation. Finally, and this is a big one, the United States may have been financing this. The NIH, which is run by Fauci, were giving grants to companies to do gain-of-research, gain-of-function research on viruses. Now, what a gain-of-function means is that they actually manipulate the, the virus so that it has more function than it normally does. Now, typically, that's done so that they can create a, a stronger virus or a virus that is easier to work on so that they, could create, they can create vaccines for those specific viruses. Another way of looking at it is uh, they create gain-of-function to create a biological weapon. Now, I do not necessarily believe China actually did this on purpose because Fauci was correct in that, yeah, well, they killed a lot of their own people. But here's something wild and crazy. Since when has China given a damn about their own people? Since when have they cared about killing their own people? But it doesn't matter. Uh, Fauci had told Rand Paul there was no, that he knew of, there was no gain of function research at the Wuhan lab or anywhere else well apparently that turned out to be a lie and these uh, and these and these uh, emails actually prove that now what does this all mean it means Tony Fauci was dependent upon to bury this whole thing he was dependent upon by China the CDC the NIH and the WHO he was actually thanked by Chinese scientists for making this whole thing kind of quieter or going away. Tony Fauci was trying to hide the funding the NIH was doing to other organizations. Now, this here's the thing. The organization that apparently, and I don't have the names with me, but the organization that got the grant actually subcontracted with the Wuhan lab, the Wuhan Virology lab. 
So it wasn't a direct funding from the NIH to the Wuhan Virology Lab. But the fact is, it did end up there. And Tochi, uh, Tony Fauci basically lied about everything. He lied about absolutely everything. He was always inconsistent. He's pretty much a, a bureaucrat. Now, here's what it is. Is Tony Fauci a liar? Well, yes. Is Tony Fauci... Um, but why is he lying? Or is he directly lying? Or what is he trying to do? What is he trying to gain? Well, a couple of things. He's a bureaucrat. He's not an elected official. This is right off the bat. This is the problem with bureaucrats. They lie. They lie to protect their bureaucracies. And usually nothing happens to them because typically nothing happens to bureaucrats. Fauci should have been fired long time ago. The other thing, I think Fauci loves the attention. I think he absolutely loves the attention. I think he's been on In Style magazine. He's being interviewed left and right. Listen, I, I don't think Dr. Fauci is an evil man. I think what he has done has been evil. And he continues to do it. The Fauci right now is all over the map on this whole emails thing. He is all over the place. He can't remember emails. Some were too long and he didn't read them. Right? All this stuff is happening right now. But there's one big excuse that seems to be his main theme. It's the fragility of China and the fragility of China being actually accused of doing gain-of-research function or this being actually China's fault. Listen to this interview he did with MSNBC. question you probably hear a lot, I hear a lot, is from people out on the street and people who are on our show, why is this so hard? Why is it so hard to find the source of this outbreak that's killed more than 3 million people around the world, 600,000 people here in the United States, has upended our lives and our economy. Is it because China is so opaque? Is it because WHO is not sharing information? Why is this so difficult? You know, there are several reasons, Willie, why it's difficult. I think one of the things is that we need better access to all the information. I mean, it's obviously in China's interest to find out exactly what it is. And the is of the of the natural theory would be to find that link. So you have to keep looking for it. I mean, obviously, you want openness and cooperation. One of the ways you can get it is don't be accusatory. Try to get both a forensic, a scientific and an investigational approach. I think the accusatory part about it is only going to get them to pull back even more. We've got to do it in a combination of diplomacy, scientific, forensic investigation, and do it in a way that the people of good faith, not who want to do blame, but people in good faith are really trying to find out what the origin is. That was actually the toughest question that, that Tony Fauci was asked about this whole thing. There are other, like CNN, there was one gal, she's fawning over Tony Fauci. Our media is just terrible at this now. You can't believe a thing. 
But even this reporter, even this reporter did not push back enough to ask, uh, does it, here's the question I would have asked to push back. Does it really matter about the fragility of China? And they have already been stepping back from this whole thing. How much further can they step, step back on? They have been lying about everything. They've always been lying about everything. But nobody asks these questions. And Fauci won't go on a newscast like um, won't go on newscasts like Fox News or anywhere like that where they're actually going to ask him questions. The White House is also kind of dismissing these e emails. Jen Psaki, in a press conference, has decided that this is no big deal. Um, we're not going to try Fauci over emails that were from 17 months ago. Um, oh, hello? Isn't that what you should be doing? Because 17 months ago, we shut down the economy based off the advice of this freaking liar, bureaucrat, piece of garbage. We are all walking around masked because of this piece of crap. Oh, yeah, and she still thinks Dr. Fauci is valuable and awesome. Listen to what she has to say. spoken to this pretty extensively from here. Let me just say on Dr. Fauci and his emails, he's also spoken to this many, many times over the last, over the course of the last few days, and we'll let him speak for himself. Um, and he's been an undeniable asset in our country's pandemic response. But it's obviously not that advantageous for me to relitigate the substance of emails from 17 months ago. Well, yeah, Jen, it is important to relitigate the emails from 17 months ago. Because people are now calling for $10 trillion to be taken from China over the disaster that they created. And with Fauci conspiring with Chinese scientists, the WHO and the CDC, and apparently the media and social media, because one of those emails was from uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the head of Facebook, that had advice or had ideas on how to appropriate the right information. So yeah, Jen, I think it is something we should actually discuss. And I think we should also discuss, though I do think China probably released this by accident, I do believe that, we should discuss what they were doing. And did they actually release it by accident? And maybe China should have to prove that they didn't release this virus on purpose. I don't understand this running away fear of China. We are still the strongest economy in the world. We will be the strongest economy in the world. We could bankrupt China in minutes if we just had a president and administration that had the balls to do it. Just sit back and say, you know something? Oh, we are not bringing in any, anything 
from uh, China. Anything. We're going to boycott companies that are from... We're going to stop companies that are uh, working in China. And Biden is actually doing a little bit of that to try and improve the economy. A little bit. We'll talk about that on Monday. But that's what we need to do is start pushing China out of the American economy. And they are not in it for us. And if companies like Harley-Davidson, Nike, Apple, all these companies want to build their product over there, keep it, keep them over there. Give them to China. Don't sell them. Don't sell them to us. Now, I heard someone make a really great point when we when I talk about that is that, well, yeah, well, China actually, yes, they build them, but all the parts come from different parts of the world. You're not understanding. The government of China, I heard this yesterday. I heard this yesterday. I bought a computer and someone was talking about that. I bought a computer that was, I know, built in America. And he told me that because I refused to buy like a Lenovo, which is a Chinese computer. And I told him, um, hello, uh, yeah, but China's government actually takes profits from companies because it's a fascistic, uh, has a fascistic economic, uh, a fascistic economic policy. And so not only, so China knows what's actually being done at all times and they make a ton of profit, which ton of profit on whatever is made. And everything that is made is by slave labor, so the United States can still make a profit. United States products can still make a profit because the slave labor is so cheap. It's still going to be cheaper to buy a, to build a computer in China. Hey, you know something? If you wanna you wanna sell something in the United States, you build it in the United States, or you build it in a in a country that the United States supports, not the fascistic, horrid country, tyrannical, genocidal country like China. I'm sorry, I went way, I went two minutes longer on that than I wanted to, and it really had nothing to do with this. But don't think that China, now that they see what they did to the world today, and this is why this needs to be investigated, that now they might do it on purpose. Again, that's assuming they didn't do this on purpose in the first place. I don't think they did. But let's now say, you know something? They saw how powerful they've become. Maybe they'll do this on purpose next time because, hey, look what they did. I don't know. So, yes, Jen, we need answers. And, yes, Jen, we need to sit back and we need to indict Dr. Fauci right now based on emails from 17 months ago. Okay, I haven't really talked about stupid crap, and I really, I love stupid crap, and thank God there's AOC. There's always something for AOC, and I really wanted to talk about a couple of other things, uh, like the flag that was hung from a loop on a crane during Memorial Day, and then some campus stooge said that it was a noose, and then when they investigated it, it turned out, well, no, it's just a loop on a rope so that the flag could be hung on it. I want to, that's just, that's just pure stupidity that I did want to talk about. But AOC's got so much and it's going to take more than five minutes. So I'm going to have to actually talk about that. And by the way, I did talk about the noose. So it's, it's good to go. Okay. So we haven't talked about AOC doing anything really stupid, re saying anything really stupid recently. 
Um, probably, probably because she just hasn't been saying anything. Uh, now you might think she's getting smarter, right? Nope, she's dumb as ever. Her first misstep of this week, and she really hit it this week, uh, she wanted to implement a policy that was so bad that Chuck Schumer, who is standing next to her when she speaks, looks like he just ate a lemon because he knows what's going on. He is a real politician, and he knows what's going on in New York. They're actually talking about New York and the crime rates. She, AOC believes that we could lower crime by getting rid of jails and prisons. Awesome. Just, she's just so stupid. And those eyes, oh my God. Okay, listen to her. If we want to reduce violent crime, if we want to reduce the number of people in our jails, the answer is to stop building more of them. The answer is to make sure that we actually build more hospitals. We pay organizers. We get people mental health care and overall health care, employment, etc. It's to support communities, not throw them away. Oh, watch the video. Go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com and look at the video. Uh, Chuck Schumer is freaking dying. And she's introducing policy that's just absolutely freaking insane. New York is falling apart because of high taxes and crime. And what does AOC want to do? She wants to let out more criminals? Yeah, this isn't working in New York. You know who's saying that? New Yorkers. They're either leaving the city and state or voting for more voting for more moderate candidates, not leftist candidates. The mayoral race is now made up of the top two, which is a former cop running as a moderate Democrat with a hard-nosed crime policy and a guy who actually carries a gun when he's not in uniform. Actually, he's not a cop anymore, but he carries a gun because he can. And Andrew Yang, who is a moderate Democrat also does not like the idea of defunding the police and raising taxes all the time. One of those two is going to win because the rest are leftists and are still pushing all those policies that have basically destroyed New York. By the way, need proof? 86% of New Yorkers believe that the police should not be defunded and the budgets actually should be increased. Keep going, AOC. Your policies are killing the Democratic Party. And, by the way, I don't know if she's going to be a rep anymore because it looks like it's her district that's getting cut because New York lost so much population. But that wasn't the only dumb thing she did. On Twitter, she made the following post. Just over a week ago, my abuela fell ill. If you don't know Spanish, that's grandmother. I went to Puerto Rico to see her my first time in a year. Because of COVID. This is her home. She's got pictures there. Hurricane Maria, Maria's relief hasn't arrived. Trump blocked relief money for PR. People are being forced to flee. Ancestral homes and developer, developers are taking them. So she's got a couple pictures where there's like no furniture. The roof looks like it's falling in. There are buckets everywhere trying to capture um, water from the roof when it rains. She got ravaged on Twitter for this post. She actually was blaming Trump because her grandmother was living in a crappy home. 
and because of Hurricane Maria, supposedly. We don't know. I'm not going to read uh, the posts that were out there because they pretty much are all the same. And here's what it comes down to. AOC makes 174000 a year and is worth almost a million dollars. She's single with no children or expenses. She couldn't have helped her grandmother a little bit. She wears designer expensive suits and owns a Tesla. The other thing is, this hurricane happened almost four years ago. Now, the pandemic's only been a year. So grandma was living like this for living like this for four years and she never helped her grandmother out and the other thing that's that's interesting is trump did send money supplies and military support to puerto rico during the actual hurricane the mayor of puerto rico was corrupt as all sin actually got voted out of office and i'm not sure but i think she's serving some jail time because of it there are pallets of water, pictures of pallets of water sitting in the middle of the jungle because the government didn't send them out. Gee, I wonder where everything Trump sent them actually went. That should be the question she's asking. And if she is not if she is not willing to sacrifice her own wealth, why should anyone else? Her grandmother can't depend on her rich granddaughter. Why can't, why should she expect taxpayer money to be used to help her grandmother now? That's because the government is supposed to be the head of the family, according to AOC. And Ben Shapiro brought this up, and I think it's absolutely correct. She seems to think our money is her money, and that you know, the government doesn't have any money. Why hasn't the federal government given money to Puerto Rico? Um, the federal government doesn't give money to Puerto Rico. The federal government takes money from me and then gives it to Puerto Rico. And I really don't give a damn what what they do. They should let me sit back. I tell you what, if they didn't tax me at all, I would give money to Puerto Rico. I would actually do the charity thing like I've done in the past. It's just disgusting. Yeah, so she did get pillaged online, and she ended up issuing the following tweet after reading this crap. It was pretty bad. Quote, I want to be clear, while Trump admin had a major role, it wasn't just them. La Junta, local policies, etc. were all on the same page. Policies that pushed out local families. In other words, freaking corruption. To turn this around, and by the way, do you really give money to a already corrupt government? She's admitting this. To turn this around, we need audits and get recovery relief to people ASAP without the onerous strings. And for the, for the record, my abuela is doing okay. It's not about us, but about what's happening to Puerto Ricans across the island. You know something? It's not about us. It's about you helping your grandmother. If my family needs some help, and this is, again, a Marxist concept where there is no family and it's everything has to be dependent on government. But here's the thing. Government sucks ass, so government is never going to help. The problem here is the government didn't help her. Well, then you need to help. If my family had a freaking issue, you better believe I would help them. And I have. 
Okay, continuing. She had a place to go. She had a place to go to and be cared for. What about the thousands of people who don't? You know something? Here's the thing. Um, why did she have to go anywhere? Why didn't she just pay something and and help and rebuild the home? You remember it's ancestral home and crap like that. Now, before you worry about AOC's mental health after taking a drubbing like she did on Twitter, thank God for the January 6th riot. Because, you know, the one thing she was, you know, the one that, she was the one that was like a mile away from the riots and was in no danger whatsoever. And, you know, the riots that actually didn't cause any injuries or deaths um, but she's been so traumatized that she is now seeing a mental health care professional about it so that she can get over her PTSD. I, I, I guess because she had to close her door. I don't know. Maybe she can bring up some of these new issues about her grandmother and about whatever. Ugh. How do these people with so little mental and emotional constitution get into office and use that as a selling point for staying into office? When did victimization in this country become a selling point? You know, I would say I was pretty much very victimized in the last 10 years after my divorce. I, the courts, everybody, no one gave a damn about me except my family, which is how it should work. There were days I couldn't eat. And that wasn't a selling point. I didn't bitch about it. I didn't complain about it. I didn't make myself a victim over it. But this person, she makes herself a victim on just about everything else. And she becomes a representative earning all this money. Absolutely incredible. Okay. Um, all right. You can follow me on... Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Let's. I'm, I haven't done the social media yet. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, YouTube, and Rumble. You can visit my website at uh, dumbassestalkingpolitics.com so you can look at all the media and the links and some of my show notes. You can actually visit uh, YouTube and Rumble. I do have another Dumbasses Talking Politics video short. I am trying to get used to doing the camera thing, but I'm just not there yet, so I'm very uncomfortable in front of a camera. That's one of the reasons why I could do a video short every bloody day. This one is about the evils of TikTok. So, before I go, I know it's running a little long, but before I go, there is... I, I've always said TikTok is evil. I think tick, I think all social media is evil, but sometimes something beautiful comes in, and this is one of them. This is Danny Lass on TikTok. She's got a beautiful voice and a song celebrating her freedom. She's not celebrating her abortion, which is what the TikTok video on my Dumbasses Talking Politics video shorts is doing. She's celebrating her freedom. It is rare that I find something good on TikTok. But this is absolutely gorgeous. And let's close out the podcast with that. I hope you guys enjoyed. Have a great weekend. Talk to you on Monday. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. And I see because I'm happy.